The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I must have not been paying attention. When you were just talking to me Do you think that you could repeat the question And I listen more attentively There must have been something In all of that nothing That wasn't quite so easy to see And I must have missed something When you were just talking to me Almost got it. You almost there? Almost. All right. I'm trying to post it on most of the Lawrence pages since it's a Lawrence show today. Yeah. Just slam in the door. There we go. Should we make Brian do the ba ba buzz? I mean, you could try. Oh, okay. That song was made especially for the show. Yeah, really. Yeah, our friend Melvin Taylor came into my radio show when I was in Lowell one day and said, "Hey, I wrote a song for your show," and he played it live on the air, and then handed me a disc. He put it on his CD. He didn't just write it for the show; he actually put it on his CD, which yeah. I thought was pretty good. It was good. We'll have him back on the show. Yeah. Oh la la la! All right, let's start the show, shall we? Shall we? We've got a little bit of a show today. We do. Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan here at the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, top two guys, Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We've got a really interesting show for you today. I know a lot of times we focus on Methuen because that's where a lot of the controversy and conflict is going on over the last three years with the police contract and the mayor's race and all the stuff that was happening. But now suddenly, things are starting to pick up in Lawrence a little bit, and um, being somewhat of an expert on Lawrence, because I've been involved in every election since 1985 in Lawrence, um, I started talking to some of the candidates, and I ran into my good friend Brian, who is a uh, who is a at large city councilor, Brian DePena, and by the way, has always come to our charity bash every year, always buys a table, always kicks in money for the scholarships, and and I know he's not going to be happy with me saying this, but whenever he gives money for the scholarships, he always says, "Please don't thank me at the microphone." I'm not doing this for credit. Please don't thank me on Facebook. Please don't put my name in the paper. I just want to help. And those are the kinds of people that I always gravitate toward first. Because a lot of people will give, but they'll give because they want to see their name. They want to see it in the paper. They want to get credit for it. They want people to see how nice they are. Brian's not that kind of guy. He also has, on numerous occasions, come to TMF. Uh, when we feed the uh, TMF is the movement family. It's the group that feeds the homeless in Lawrence every Wednesday night. We go out. And on, on numerous occasions, Brian has shown up with like, I don't know, 15 pizzas and said, again, I don't want, I don't want to see my name on Facebook. 
but this is for you guys. I just want to help. So I'm glad to have him here. Before we do, though, I've got a couple things I want to uh, – I have a big announcement. We have finally secured a date and a venue for the Valley Patriot Charity Bash. Yes. Yay. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have what we're calling our secret summer bash this year. Because okay. normally it's in March, right? But we couldn't get it in March because of all this COVID nonsense. Yeah. So we're going to have it August 27th, Friday night at the Reliefs Inn in Lawrence. And uh, it's, it's not going to be like our regular big bash. Although it could be because people are so sick of being home. We might yeah. fill the place. Um, but we are also trying to book the third Friday of March for our big bash. And that will be our 18th. This is going to be our 17th anniversary bash in March. We're going to do our 18th anniversary bash. And Brian's already bought tables for both of those. So we, awesome. we always appreciate that. <laughs> Get that checkbook ready, my friend. Uh, a big shout out before we start the show uh, to my friends at the gods. They are the gods of Star Trek Fleet Command on server 54. Um, they're in the middle of a war right now, and they were a little upset that I had to do a, a podcast in the middle of the war. I play Star Trek Fleet Command. It's a, it's a video game on online. Oh, okay. And, and, and some, some of my uh, alliance mates were a little upset that I couldn't be part of the war this afternoon, but that's because I'm here for you guys. So, uh, so hi to all of those guys, and especially Rev Deuce. You can um, find Rev Deuce on uh, YouTube. He does uh, like, kind of like tutorials about the, sh- about the, the game. And okay, it's been yeah. very, very helpful, and I've asked him a couple of uh, times some, some information, and he's been great. So I want to say a big shout-out to those guys. All right, so we've got a million stories that we could be talking about today because of everything going on nationally, everything going on in Massachusetts. But sitting to my left, to your right, to my left, is Brian DePina. He is an at-large city council. How many times did you run and win? Was it five, six? No, only, only four. Four? Yeah. Wow, it feels like it feels like he's been <laughs> on forever. Yeah. Um, you and all, and to his left is uh, Octavian Spanner, uh, who's working on the Brian DePina campaign. And we love Octavia. And I'm going to ask you some questions about your farm at some point during the show, if you don't mind promoting your farm. Oh, no problem. Uh, I mean, you know, we I, I rather keep it separate. Okay, all right, that's uh, keep fine. Keep it separate. That's uh, fine because we have to. We're a nonprofit organization. Oh, I gotcha. You can't okay. involve in yep. politics. All right, I just I wanted to try and help yeah. out, but we'll do that on a different exactly. show. Yeah. So, Brian, tell people before we start. Tell people a little bit about who you are and why you want to be mayor of Lawrence. Uh, thank you for the question. Uh, the first, I want to say thank you, Tom, for your invitation to the program. Uh, you know, I came uh, to Lawrence uh, 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and I involved in my personal business, you know. Uh, but in this time, I attended many people in my in my. Uh, personal business. Many people came from my business and asked me about different situations in the community, and I ne- never have it a hundred percent, you know, solution for the problem. But anytime I need call city council, uh, call uh, state rep, and uh, or the chief police, in this case, or uh, any department to the city, and one day I take a decision running for city uh, city council because I tell my wife, listen, many people looking for have a different situation in the city, and I need call another person. I need city council. I need call the mayor. I need call um, state red. I take an action. I do something for my people, for the community. Yeah. So you're saying don't call them. Call you. No. 
call me and I and I you take an action. And I that's the reason I take a decision uh, running for city for city council in, in my community. Um and I continue and uh when I stay for four years in the city council meeting, I have many questions and don't have many answers mm -hmm. because it's very, very, very political because if you don't support the, everything the mayor send to the city council, yeah. close the door for everything. Right. And I said, mm, the real power is the mayor office. Right. And I'm running for mayor. Willie Lantigua found that out. That's why he went from a state rep to run for mayor, because there's way more power as mayor. Yeah, the, yeah 100%. Yeah. I think the mayor have a, uh, more power about uh, uh, state rep or senator. Right. Because the mayor is, the, is the, 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 the person, you know, when the, when the state or federal government send the money for the community, who is the person? You know, take a decision for investment and safety and repair street, repair sidewalk in the community, or any solution. It's a major. Mm -hmm. The city council only approve, the state approve, but it's the major, the person putting the money in the community. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason uh, I take a decision for running for mayor because if you, if you see, how many, how many city council in the, in the, in the city support reality, the community? It's not many. We, many, we, we many know that. We know that because yeah. we go out, we feed the homeless, and the only time we ever hear from a member of the city council is at election time when they want to come and they want to try and somehow like make it look like they've been helping all along, and they're not. Yeah, and only follow the, the, any decision the mayor take it. It's, it's good for the community. Mm -hmm. He don't care. He don't care. The majority city council, he don't care. He only approved everything the major send. Mm -hmm. Only a couple of city council fire reality for the community. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason I said, my friend, my family, because I have many friends when I, when I, when I tell them, listen, I'm running for city council or I'm running for mayor. Brian. You don't need running for city council. You don't need running for mayor. Well, you're, not, you're a nice person. I, I, I was going to ask you everybody, that. Everybody. You're a successful business guy. Why do you need this aggravation? You've got a great business with your tire business on. Uh, can you just pull me up a little bit uh, with your tire business on Broadway? And I know because I had a flat tire in Boston one day. And literally within 50 miles, your, your tire shop is the only place within 50 miles that's open 24-7. So it's 2 in the morning. They t I called AAA. They told my car to your place from Boston. He, by the way, folks, he was there at 2 o'clock in the morning when we showed up. They took care of – within five minutes, I had a new tire, and I was driving home. And, and so I think, I, I think when you say you want to run for mayor, why? You've got a great business. You're making a lot of money. Everyone likes you. Once you become mayor, half the city's automatically going to start hating you, right? So why, why, get, why get involved in the aggravation? Like, why do you want this? Uh, listen, Tom, in uh, my person, it's my personal uh, decision, I know – but I understand something very, very, very clear. If you create an opportunity for your family, for your person, if you don't involve another person, another, your community, 
you're not doing nothing because it is easy. Make money, make money for you, for your family, you know, and create opportunity for for you, not for art, you know. And that's different. In my in my case, I'm not happy if you have everything and the person around me, my employer, my friend, so you my give, community. So you want to give back. You feel blessed and you want to give back. Yeah, but listen, listen. It is easy. If you see many, many businessmen and Lawrence, greater opportunity, but for in two or three years, the people disappear from Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Buy a new house in Andover, Methuen. You're saying, what, another, you're saying once, they, once they get successful, they leave the city. Yeah, but don't continue living in the city right. because maybe don't create um connection, a great connection to citizen. You know, only make money, uh, uh, open many business loans, but that's only the, the goal. My goal is not only create an opportunity for Brian De Peña because I have opportunity for many years, many people came from my business and I give solution for many problems. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the more important for me. Money when you when you die, nobody put it one penny in the casket. In the casket. Yeah. You know. And yeah. that's for me that's the more important, you know. I need and I need when I die, you know, leaving opportunity for another person and the more important I wanna see it. Around around my business, around my life, living opportunity for another person, and that's that's Brian De Pena. I've always been curious, and I've always wanted to ask you, but I've never had a chance. I'm going to ask you now. I've, I've been I've been involved in politics since 1985. I've seen a lot of candidates come and go. I've never seen a candidate that's as well liked as you are. Like it's hard. I can't find very many people who say I don't like that guy. They may not vote for you. They may not agree with your politics. But I've never heard anybody say I don't like Brian DePine. You're one of the most likable guys in the city. How do you pull that off in an environment that's so vicious, that's so negative all the time? You're always so happy. You're always smiling. Everybody always says nice things about you. You top the ticket all four times that you ran at large. I don't get it, man. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> How, how do you survive being so positive and being so well-liked in an environment where everybody's kicking everybody's balls in? Everybody. Everybody on – there's five different sides, and they all hate each other. Yeah. Uh, Tom, I, I know your question is not, not, not easy for us, but um, when you take a fair decision for us, not for you, for your personal or for your family or only for your friends, you take the right decision. That's a lot of need. That's a lot of need in this moment, you know. Mm-hmm. A person uh, friendly, nice, but character, mm-hmm. you know. Because uh, the reason I'm a nice person and I'm smiling every time is that it's not, I don't want people confused. Um, Brian said everything, yes, yes, yes. No, when I need to take it, when I need to say no, I say no. Mm-hmm. But I don't say no for bother you. When I say no, I explain to you for what reason I say no. But if you if you checking uh, many many uh, political, 
when Seno never explained for what reason Seno, mm-hmm. maybe Seno because you don't support him, maybe because you don't like him. So you're saying it's not personal. When you make a tough decision, it's based only on the issue, not the person involved. Yes. But these other people all do. I've seen people vote against your proposals just because you made the proposal, right? And after the meeting, I watch, and you guys are chatting and having coffee, and, 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 and they just screwed you. They just stuck a knife in your back, and you're still standing there being their friend. I don't, see, that's what I don't get. Like, I, I don't, anybody who gets in this business who doesn't become jaded is very, very rare. And yet here we have Brian DePena, who like, basically gets along with everybody. Yeah, but listen. When you- your campaign slogan should be, Brian DePena will unite Lawrence. Yeah, that, that's, that's the reason. You know, I need, Lauren needs one our city mayor, you know, put everybody together. I understand. No, you know, you don't have magic, you know, uh, solution for everybody. But it's time a city mayor, a government for our, for for the whole resident, mm-hmm. not only for a group, not only for the people support me, and that's very important. But for many years, I see, I watching a. Many, many, many city uh, mayor support only one group mm-hmm. or support uh, only community Anglo because I'm Anglo or I support only Dominican uh, community because I'm Dominican. No, no, this is United States. That's not Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. That's not Salvador. You know, right here, right here, you need United, the whole community. Mm-hmm. It's time to unite the whole community. And I don't have excuse for the community because I'm businessman. I know I don't, I don't care what happened. Or I know I know I'm born political because I maybe many people say, or oh, maybe Brian, you don't speak perfect English. I don't care. It's my heart. It's my decision. It's the Lauren. It's Lauren need a one person take a right decision. No matter what your color, no matter what if you have money, if you don't have money. And that's the reason I run it for, for uh, yesterday somebody asked me, Brian, I don't understand. You run it for for city mayor. You're a nice person and I know you uh you the person the and the political no need uh running for for the for the salary because you wanna jump into another high position in the state. What are you looking for? Because mm, many people told me and uh and Brian, I support Brian, but Brian don't speak perfect English. Listen, when when you take a decision, your decision affects uh, people speak Chinese, Spanish, right, French, English. The more important is what decision you take for the people. Mm-hmm. No ways what language you speak perfect. Because many people speak nice and perfect English or perfect Spanish. Yeah, but they're terrible but, elected officials. Yeah, but, but the decision taken is wrong for the community. Right. Yeah, never, never take a time for one moment. Let me see what, how many people affect my decision. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I run it. I don't care. I don't care if the people say, "Oh, Brian, uh, you don't need that. You don't need a job because you you have 
five business in your community. Yeah, you're, you've uh, got you've got money. You're a successful businessman. Your kids are grown up, right? So this, you're not looking to be state rep someday. You're not looking for governor. So it goes back to like, so why are you running for this job? Yes, right. Be- because I see, I see my community need move forward. Mm-hmm. Don't don't. I, 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 in, in my case, no matter what affects my interest, because I know political affects my interest. But another another point is never, never. And Lawrence, one businessman, uh, take a decision for the, for the resident. Every time is political. Mm-hmm. It's political. Mm-hmm. I have another vision because if something don't, don't benefit the whole community, I don't support. Well, you're right because when Willie was in, it was basically he was going to do what he could for the Dominican community and that was it. Then there were other mayors who got in and didn't really care at all about the Latino community. White, we've had white mayors that have done that. And to have somebody want to come in and do something for everybody, uh, regardless of race, you know, white people are now the minority in Lawrence, right? So I always ask, I always ask you know, when, when Latinos were the minorities, um, candidates for Lawrence would come up when I was doing radio, when I was on radio in Boston and in Lowell. And, and they would talk about what they were going to do for the minorities. Then when white people became the minority, I always ask the standard question, well, what are you going to do for white people? Listen, that's a great question. Because uh, I remember uh, when I came to Lauren from New York, uh, Latinos said, oh, now I need representation in the, in the government. Now it's time to Latino remember in the past Mm-hmm. Latino fighting for for representation, representation. That's the reason. If you if you sit my campaign, my committee, I have many 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 Anglo support uh, my campaign. And for, the, for those of you who are white that don't know what he means when he says Anglo, he means white people. Just so yeah, or Anglo, yes, yeah, <laughs> the Anglo. And uh, and I have I have a good relation to to Anglo community. Yeah. for many years. I you know, know. Even my parents are thinking of voting for you. I hope I'm not getting my getting myself in trouble with my parents. But I was up at the lake last week, and I said, "Who do you like for mayor?" We went through the different names, and and both my parents said, "Yeah, you know what? We haven't really made our mind up yet, but I, we're thinking about Brian De Pena." And that was surprising to me because they were the heads of the they were the president of the Mount Vernon Neighborhood Association. Were always very involved. Were always very involved with Michael Sullivan when Kevin Sullivan was here, Patty Dowling, and then to hear them say, "Yeah, I'm thinking about Brian De Pena," I was a little surprised by that. And they said, "Yeah, well, so far that we see, he's the best candidate." I, I, I was shocked. Yeah. That you've got like yeah, you know be that that shocked because he's the uh, you know just to jump in uh, the only candidate and that has a vision written documented. I mean, right. if you compared, I went through and reviewed the other candidates, and uh, none of them basically have some concrete, uh, uh, you know, uh, highlighted their view the way that uh, Brian has done, and mm-hmm. that's the reason why. A uh, year and a half ago, or almost two years yeah, ago, two, yeah, when he was thinking about becoming running for mayor, mm-hmm. uh, we all, the first question we asked him was, you know, what why? is your vision? Oh, so my, mine would have been, why? I won't follow, <laughs> listen, I won't follow no person that doesn't have a plan, right. that doesn't have a direction. So uh, all of us on the team, on his campaign team, that are really advising him, that was the, uh, we coincide in asking the question, what is your vision? And, uh, Good enough, lucky enough, we got the right response 
and that's why we're supporting him. Right. You know. So now, with um, when TMF was feeding the homeless at the bus station on Common Street, they were showing up early, cleaning the bus station, setting up tr- tables. Then they'd have a they'd have a meal for the homeless, and when they were done, they cleaned it up. It was cleaner than when we started. And Dan Rivera didn't like that because it was in the middle of the city. And people could see that there was a homeless population. They could see them. It was right downtown. So he threw them out of the bus station. And, and they had to find a lot over on South Broadway to feed the homeless with no overhead or anything, right? Kendris Vasquez became acting mayor a few weeks ago, maybe four or five weeks ago, and has not allowed them to go back. If you become mayor, would you let the TMF group go back to the bus station to feed the homeless where they have an overhang. So if it's raining, if it's snowing, they're not out there in the middle of the snow trying to feed homeless people that have no place to go. Yeah, I mean, let, let, me, let me finish the, the, your second question okay. about, about <clears throat> what, uh, what is my perception about the mi- minority uh, angle in okay. the community. It's very important. It's clear. Remember, I'm businessman. Businessman are not political. Businessman create opportunity for our, not for group. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's very different. Political take a 100% a decision political. A businessman take a decision for benefits everybody in the community. You know? mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a maybe a little different between me and another candidate. You know? I have a, a vision for support everybody in the community, in my community. Not only a group. Political, sometimes, not every political, not 100% everybody political take a decision only for one group. Mm-hmm. But businessmen, when you have it mentality, businessmen mentality, you, you take a decision difference, you know. Mm-hmm. You include everybody, you right. know, because uh, businessmen uh, is, is very different mentality. That's the reason. But another question about a hole in the community, I think uh, in the future, Another community, the federal government and the state government need to sit in the table and create a plan, one plan for one solution for this problem because everybody around the city only, only came from Lawrence, from Lawrence because another community don't have opportunity for support a only, uh, and Andover, Ando- not Andover, Hebrew, Methuen, and Draco. If, if, if somebody is only in, 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 in North Andover, or in, or in Hebrew, or in Methuen, they come to Lawrence. Coming for Lawrence. Yeah. Because Lawrence received every program for homeless and Lawrence. It's time to take a, a, another, a, a right decision. The right decision is. Everybody come from the table and sit and take a one plan, city plan, no political plan. Right. For support only in another community. Right. Because so only one community support only. Right. It's learning. Right. It's a collaborative it's, effort. Yeah. It's a collaborative. It's different. But when North Andover include, include a New Hampshire, take a plan for support local only maybe Lawrence have a maybe maybe 25 or 30 30 30 30 people 
uh, homeless. But now everybody homeless and another around the, another community come from Lawrence. I've been saying this for years. I've, I think I've even said that on the show. Didn't we spend like a couple segments on the show? Yep. Talking about how Methuen and Haverhill and Lawrence, uh, well, not so much Haverhill, but Methuen, Northampton, Andover, even in southern New Hampshire. If someone becomes homeless, they, those communities have nothing for those people. Nothing. They all end up coming to Lawrence, mm-hmm. and there's no methadone clinics in North Andover. There's no methadone clinics in Methuen. So those people come to Lawrence, and the majority of the homeless in Lawrence aren't technically from Lawrence originally. And so when they cause problems, when they're breaking into a car to get money for their drugs, when they're breaking into a yeah, home to get money for the their drugs, court. They, yeah, they're right. doing it in Lawrence, and it's causing problems in Lawrence. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's good to hear a mayoral candidate say that you're going to put it on the other communities to help because they really should be helping. And I brought it up during the Methuen mayor's debate and the Methuen council debate two years ago, and we're still waiting for them to do something about it. But at least it's kind of on their plate. They're at least talking about it. But uh, getting back to TMF, would you allow TMF to go back to feeding the homeless at the bus station? Um, you know, so they've got the overhead, whereas Dan just threw them out. And Kendris Vasquez, by the way, was the deciding vote when they appealed it to the council. Kendris Vasquez was the deciding vote to throw them out of the bus station. Yeah, I vote. Uh, I'm a, you remember? Yeah, you I voted vote, for I us. Vote, yes. I voted for us because uh, the city don't provide another place. And that's, that's the time the city take action about the, the, the problem, you know, because the city, I remember when a city council, the city... Um, the city mayor up in the city council approved a salary for 30, I remember $35,000 for one person coordinated uh, the homeless problem. But nothing changed. Right. Yeah, nothing changed. When I have power, uh, mayor power, I take a, I take a the right decision, you know, because um, maybe I don't, I, I, I don't understand is the, the, the better place for, for homeless, you know, is a bus station, but remember, I'm looking for one place for the problem for the uh, only uh, doing activity. You know, a, a person uh, provide food uh, for only uh, keep one place, one space uh, for the only. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Put the problem behind my my chair. I put it in the table. So I'm a little confused. Was that a yes? Because there was a lot of words, but I didn't hear a yes out of that. Can they go back to the – I understand what you're saying. You, you want to put a plan together to find them a permanent place. But, yeah. in, but in the meantime, until that happens, can they go back to the bus station? Because that's where they really – because it's got the overhang and it's safer. And the police station's next door, so if we have any problems, they're right there. Where we are now, it's, it's okay. But when it rains, we're all getting rained on. And when it snows, we're all getting snowed on. And so are the homeless. I – if is is the play is a bus station uh, solution mm, temporary yeah. because permanent you know is impossible okay, you know right. keep the the so we're almost getting to it. Yeah. So we're trying the, to get the, them the there. Reason, but we'll get the reason for that is because when we address the issue with homelessness in in the city of Lawrence, uh, you know, upon uh, the new mayor being sworn in. Uh, there's a lot of work to do, and that would entail yep. working with faith-based organization, nonprofit organization that mm-hmm. do have the responsibility as well to carry. Because they, it's, remember, the city is not the only entity responsible mm-hmm. for homelessness, but we would have to work in collaboration. And part of that uh, plan uh, needs to be developed 
collaboratively mm-hmm. with all these uh, these agencies that might bring other solutions to the table. But Octavia, I hear this all the time from politicians in every community. When you ask them about solving a specific problem, they want to talk about the root causes and, 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 the, and the long-term solutions. But in the meantime, people aren't being serviced. You need immediate so that's why action. So that's, that's why I'm looking for them to go back there. If you're going to have a long-term plan, right. at least let them go back there while, while we're waiting for the long-term plan to take effect. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got a yes. yes. There you go. Seven, yes. eight, 26, 24 minutes into the show. No, 40, 34 minutes into the show. Um, do you want to say anything in Spanish? We have a lot of Spanish people who watch the show. Maybe their English isn't that good. Do you want to say anything in Spanish to the Latino population that might be watching? We are podcasting on Lawrence Informativo. I'm one of the administrators, by the way. Don't tell anybody. That. <laughs> but Lawrence Informativo uh, on Facebook. So we've got a lot of Latinos. If you want to just give it like two minutes, three minutes. Okay. Uh, me gustaría primero darte la gracia como al principio a Tondura por la oportunidad de estar aquí y decirle a esa comunidad latina que está ahí escuchándonos que el 21 de septiembre va a ser una fecha muy importante porque si en septiembre usted no sale a votar, usted no va a ver cambios. Y los cambios que yo ofrezco no son cambios promesas, son cosas que usted ha visto que yo he venido colaborando, haciendo, tomando acción por más de 25 años en nuestra comunidad. Yo no solamente vengo a hacerles ofertas, sino que vengo con soluciones que en, la, en el caso de llegar a ser alcalde de la ciudad de Lones eh, van a ser cosas ya que van a ser fáciles. Porque la hemos venido haciendo. La hicimos y tomamos las mejores decisiones cuando fuimos City Council en la ciudad de Lones. Y eso va a ser algo que nosotros vamos a, hacer, vamos a mantener. Eh, no va a ser algo tan fácil. Va a ser algo que va a necesitar de la colaboración de muchos de ustedes también. Porque tenemos que hacer un cambio. Si no nos comprometemos con un cambio real, no solamente de persona, de un político cada cuatro años, nosotros no vamos a ver los cambios que nosotros necesitamos a nuestras futuras generaciones para que ellos también puedan disfrutar de ese cambio responsable y de esa transparencia de gobierno que nosotros debemos empezar a, a, a visualizar en nuestra comunidad. Así que ese es mi mensaje y que están a votar el 21 de septiembre. That sounded so much better in Spanish. I wanted to ask, we only have four minutes left, and I wanted to ask him about the schools, but it looks like Rich has a question. Oh, I was, I was going to try to avoid that, but let's get to it. So I could ask him about the failing Lawrence schools, but I'm going to ask you about the scanner, the police scanner. I used to drive around and go to, go to the crime calls in Lawrence all the time, and then they, Dan Rivera said he thought it was making the city look bad, as if the shootings weren't making us look bad. It was Tom Duggan, right? So if, if you become mayor, will you unscramble the police scanner so that the public knows what the police are doing in an age where we're being told by everybody that the cops are a bunch of jackbooted thugs who gun down, you know, poor black people for fun, it seems like we now can't watch what the police are doing in our own community. Uh, that's a major decision, you know, where if I win, um, I promise, you know, uh, take it, that conversation about the major office and the police, uh, chief of police basket. Um, for me, it's very important, you know, the community uh Keep a power about the conversation. Don't I know? I know like when the when the government uh, keep quiet, you know everything behind the, behind the table. Yeah, shove everything you know? under the table. Yes, under the table. yeah. But I opened that conversation between community and police department about the scanner because I need more information about what is the the realistic uh, decision the mayor 
and the police uh, office take it for you know pro don't give access to the to the public to listen what happened you know inside the scanner. yeah that's the scanner. not the answer that I wanted but it's uh, I'll take a definite maybe over a definite but I need definite take, no every day I need to listen the community and I listen the Chiso police right. it's very important but I promise put everybody in the table. And this Can I be there when that conversation oh, yeah, 100%, happens? Oh, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Any resident. Any resident. Okay, so we got two minutes left, but I want to go just a little bit over if that's possible. Go for it. Because I just, I, I, I can't let the show go without talking about the schools. The Lawrence schools are in receivership from the state. The Lawrence schools are giving a substandard education to the children of Lawrence, and nobody's being held accountable for it. The teachers are not teaching the Constitution. They're not teaching them how to read and write. They're not teaching them how to do math. But they are teaching them about abortion and gay marriage and global warming. They all know about those issues, but they don't know about the basics to get a job or get into college. Will you hold the people who run the schools responsible for the substandard education that Lawrence kids are getting? Listen, Tom, the problem right now for the education in Lawrence is a 100% decision about Education and learning. Take another person outside. It's a, a it's a, a receiver, 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 receiver uh, in Boston. If you want to uh, change something in the education and learning, you need retain the power to this resident learning. So you're in the, favor of local control of the oh, schools. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's not easy. You. You ask to the to the teacher about education, the local education. When somebody take a decision in Boston, you need retain the power to the decision about the to the school and the the child and the community for resident of Lauren. That's I find it hard, very hard for retain the power to the city, to so, the residents. So if you do that, you'll be chairman of the school committee. I want to know if you're going to hold teachers and administrators in the schools accountable because Lawrence kids are getting a much worse education than the kids in Andover and North Andover, and it's not for lack of resources. There's plenty of money. Lawrence ki Latino kids are no more stupid than kids who are white kids in North Andover. White kids in Andover are not smarter than, than Latinos in Lawrence, but given all the money that's getting shoved into Lawrence, they're still getting a worse education. That's on the administrators and the teachers. And I want to see somebody in the mayor's office hold the administrators and the teachers accountable, setting goals and making sure they meet those goals rather than just throwing money at the problem. Yeah, but uh, the last, I think, 10, 10 years or maybe more, Lawrence received a lot of money for education. Mm -hmm. And... There's nothing to show that, for it. And that, that's, that's not really the problem, you know. The, the, exactly the problem having education in London is the community don't have the power for the, any decision. The whole decision, 100% decision, came from Boston, you know. And that's, that's the problem because uh, I remember uh, 12 years ago, the, the question is uh, money. Mm -hmm. the, the, the system needs more money, more money. The 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 this uh, school department received a lot of over many a, many money over a billion dollars nothing, in the last thirty years. Not, nothing changed. Right. Nothing changed. Right. But, the, but that's because no one's being held accountable. Teachers are going in and they're not teaching. 
and then they're passing kids to the next grade who aren't ready to go to the next it's grade. It's not ready, pass only because right? uh, the focus is only the number. Right. It's not education. Right. If you don't change education for number, nothing change. Need pass to another label. Another label is pay attention what happened to 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 kid when the kid uh don't stay in, don't stay in the school after program school. What happened? If you're not doing nothing, nothing happened. Right. Nothing changed right. because only only the the issue right now is more money for education, more money, more money, more money, more money. But money, no, it's everything. There's no results. There's no result of the problem. Right. All right, listen, I appreciate you being here. Will you come back? Oh, yeah, 100%. I would love it. Would you do a debate? If I scheduled a debate and the other candidates were willing to come, would you come for a debate here? Oh, yeah. That would be great. Oh, yeah. Brian DePina, Octavia Strana, uh, here on the Paying Attention Podcast. We appreciate both of them being here. We'll hopefully have them back again before the election. And maybe when you win the primary, we'll have you back after the primary. I, I have to tell you, folks, I, I'm between, I was between supporting Brian and Kendris Vasquez until Kendris Vasquez became his head became so big that he didn't think he has to call people back who are reporters calling him about a quote for a story. The answer I got was, yeah, I'll get back to you at some point. So I tried to reach him and I got, I'll get back to you at some point. Um, So uh, now I'm, I'm between Brian DePena and Vilma Laura, who I spoke with last night. She's going to be on the show next week. Um, And, and I probably will support someone in this race. I, I, I I really think that Lawrence is at a crossroads now. And the next mayor is going to set the agenda for Lawrence's future for the next 10 years. And it's going to be important who that person is. I think maybe. Maybe yeah. more. Because maybe more I think that's a problem. Um, and, and a lot of happened. Uh, many uh, political uh, created uh, a, a plan for Lawrence for 10 or 8 years. Lawrence needs to create a plan for next 30 years. Mm-hmm. Because many children right now have a 8 year. When if I win for a year, the kid have it. I don't have, have any sixteen. Right. You know. Yep. In in a plan for thirty years, not for ten years. Right. And that's the reason I run for mayor because I want to change the the perception. For, for your listeners, um, they can visit brianforlawrence.com. Okay. Uh, click on the agenda section, and they can have a, a overview of the uh, the vision and people have the to platform and people have to vote in the primary. So, what's the date of the primary? Uh, September September twenty first, twenty first, and register to vote for those younger generation that are not yet registered. Okay, uh, because we have a history yeah, of, sure. of uh, people being willing to vote, but we do need to encourage younger people to. To register and vote. Oh, you can roll that up, Chrissy. Uh, Thank you for listening to Paying Attention Podcast. Uh, We will be back next Thursday at uh, 2 o'clock with Vilma Laura, who's running. It's actually Vilma Laura, Dominguez, Vasquez, Rodriguez. There's like nine different names attached to her. Yeah, it is a bunch, right? Right. And I only make fun of it because I I hate people with more than two names. People like me with ADD, it's very difficult for us to remember anything. (laughs) I want to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors on the program are great. Matt McLennan and Sam and Janet at at, at McLennan Real Estate. We appreciate them. Uh, AFC Urgent Care. We're going to have uh, Lisa back sometime in the next few weeks. Marcian and Sun Construction. We're hoping Ronnie Marcian runs for City Council in Methuen. Borelli's Deli, where we're going right after the show to get our deli meats. Teddy Fairburn, who is an attorney, a workers' compensation attorney. Great guy. If you've got a workers' compensation case, look him up. Tomo's and Happy Crab here in Salem, New Hampshire. Clear Path for Veterans New England and Pleasant Valley Landscaping. Now, they're only booking small construction jobs. 
they're not they're not booking any any landscaping jobs till January. So uh, give them a call if you have a small construction job. Awesome. Brian, thank you for coming in. Octavian, thanks. Thanks for our studio audience. Rich Russell. Thank you. Chrissy, my fine, thank fine you. producer. Thanks. And it sounds like Melvin Taylor says we got to go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.